I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It is, it is called the Delightful Panini, and it has um, it's grilled turkey. Mm-hmm. Oh, I should turn the air conditioner off. Much better. Oh. Well done. Ambient. <laughs> ambiance. 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 Ambient. Ambiento. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And it's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. It's a blues day. How late am I going to edit tomorrow? The game that never gets old. <laughs> um, oh, so it's, yeah. So it's a panini, obviously. It's, oh, um, yeah. It's grilled turkey. Coleslaw, like sliced thin grilled. Mm. Um, coleslaw, honey Coke mustard, shell. Swiss cheese. Oh, I love all of those things. Hot. <laughs> uh huh. There was um, a vicious hand gesture that I went just with like. That. Not vicious. I'm sorry. Vigorous. Is I'll the be word honest. I was for. If I'm, I prefer a hot sandwich to a cold sandwich. Hmm. Like a pot belly style. I do too at times. Um, I, and I like my cheese melted. I don't mm. like a cold. I yeah. Cheese on a sandwich. Mm-hmm. It is nicer melted. It's, I got a tuna melt. Yeah, tuna, tuna melt. Tuna melt. I don't like tuna. Yesterday. Really? Yeah. I like it in all forms. You know, Do you like it on sushi? Tuna? Mm-hmm. Oh, I like tuna. I just don't like, tu- like tuna Like tuna salad. fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is. And I've tried it before and I've been fine. Um, I don't know if you guys follow me on Instagram, but I had, I had a really... Sometimes I like to Instagram story as if I'm a celebrity in that people actually care what I am doing and what I have to say. And like, you know, it's like you wake up and you're like, hey guys, good morning. Like... This is what I'm making for breakfast. Like, it's just some eggs and, you know, avocado to, like, keep myself healthy, whatever. You know, I'm going to work, you know, just, like, as if people actually, like, give a fuck what I'm doing. Because, like, Brooke, I give a fuck. I know. But I had a really, (laughs) I had, I did it yesterday to today. uh, And I was just, like, fuck it. And I went on a journey about Eggo waffles. And then you watch me get drunk. And then (laughs) I get Eggo waffles. (laughs) That's beautiful. And then this morning. What dream fulfillment? Well, we went to the grocery store to get margarita mix, which. Essentials. Hangovers, man. That's oh sugary boy. sugars. Yeah. Um, and. Speaking of, of, I think I got a Jolly Rancher hangover this morning. You eat a I lot succumbed, of Jolly Well, I succumbed and bought a bag for myself. Oh, no. Nightmare town. Nightmare. <laughs> Nightmare town. Halloween town. Halloween town. <laughs> it's coming. It's almost spoopy time. I live for spoops. I had the flu this year on Halloween. Oh my god, I forgot. And I about had that. an amazing costume. I was Lizzie McGuire and I got clipping <gasps> bangs and I like got all dressed and I was like ready to go to a party and then I was like, I'm gonna vomit and I did for two days. Yeah, that's why I was in Chicago, right? Because you were like, I'm dying. I was just like drinking Gatorades, eating saltines, watching I think I that's when I watched like all of Orphan Black. Oh. Oh no, Black Mirror. Oh. <laughs> Orphan Black, Black Mirror. Mirror. Orphan Black Mirror. Yeah. Spoopy. But I love I also just love the word spoopy. Me too. 
Um, I can't wait. I love that. I love fall. I like all the things. I love fall. But I really, and every year I think it, it's like I get to this point in summer where I'm like been at the beach and I've like done the thing and I'm like, I'm really excited for the half of the year when like nobody gets to know what my body looks like. (laughs) (laughs) Where I can just like, look like a small grandma on the street and people yeah. don't like, talk to me Blunt as soon the as up. the shoulders come out it's like f- free range to be like cat called yeah. but if i'm wearing my glasses and a giant sweater and a beanie <laughs> no one comes at me and you're cozy as fuck i'm cozy as fuck i'm like a little kitten in there <laughs> <laughs> a little cute cat a little kitty um speaking of we'll get there you guys T-minus four months until Cats is no longer on Broadway. So, like, get your tickets now. Right. Run, tongue, tugger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it is. Also, it comes up again Oh, yeah, in Cats this has episode. come up many times, and I'm, I'm, I'm here oh, for it. Oh, I have a story for you. The other day, I was watching... What was I watching? Um, I was cycling back through episodes of The Office, and they Shocking. referenced Cats, and in my head, I, I was... Remember, do you and, remember when I texted you about yes, it? Yes, I do. But as I was listening to it, I was like... Oh my God, a Sex in the City reference. <gasps> I have to keep track of that. And then I was like, wait a second. I think my brain just did a like Catsbrook Sex in the City like <laughs> mashup where the synapses just like misfired. That's and so I misheard a Cats reference. Funny. My brain was like, ah, Sex in the City. <laughs> I bet they do reference Sex in the City though at least once. They do. I've been, I've started a list. At some point I'll share it with you guys because oh it's already God. getting long. I know. I think we should start like keeping track of when other shows mentioned mm-hmm. just for like fun. That's what I'm doing. Oh, Every time it comes up in, in a show. Any th- in any, wow. In a show that I, well, I, I yeah. Bridget, I, mean, I love, <laughs> I love when like, <laughs> I don't know why I've created this narrative that like I'm forcing Bridget to do this podcast, but like she like posted without me like <laughs> telling her to and I was Twice like. Twice in a row now. I know. <laughs> but I like, was like, wait, do you feel like you're babysitting me? Please don't feel like you're babysitting no, me. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, I do have a Cynthia Nixon uh, check-in. Um, my brother very uh, kindly reminded me that not only is she Tony and Oscar, no Tony and Emmy award winner Cynthia Nixon, she's also a Grammy award winner. Oh man! So, she so is she's one away from oh away from an EGOT. Can you oh, imagine? Oh, that could happen so easily. EGOT winner Cynthia and then Nixon. You guys, politician, like politician. She's governor be the most. Cynthia Nixon, exactly. best friend of the podcast Cynthia Nixon, because <laughs> directly after we Finished. did we record, was it no? Uh, it was right before we were going to, it was the night after, I think, we had recorded our last episode. I was on the train. I was in the shower. And <laughs> Brooke and I were texting about various things about the episode and... And how loud it was and so... Or, or like the tracks were messed up and I was anxious about it and she was like, oh, I can fix that. And I was like, awesome. And, and then, then the next goes, thing I texted her... Brooke, I'm screaming. I and am I, screaming. And I like got out of the shower and I was Of like, course, that was me standing on a train, literally just like absolutely speechless not screaming at all but the closest thing like silent scream yeah and i'm like oh my god i can turn you down like why are you, <laughs> you were like out? question mark question mark and she was like look at our instagram and you, you. i sent you a screenshot of it didn't i oh yeah because i had double checked to make sure i glanced at it and then double checked to make sure cynthia nixon liked our instagram <laughs> It is an amazing Instagram that Brooke found. It's like a vintage high school darling like photo of our beloved Cynthia, Cynthia Nixon. Nixon. She's like blonde. She looks like a teeny bopper blonde It's amazing. Um, but. She liked it. I actually like was like, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> I can't believe. Oh my. I was like. Screaming. I also happened to be on the train to Brooke's apartment. Yeah. 
and both of us, it had happened an hour before, both of us totally missed it. And then I arrived at her, her door and we were both just like, whoa. It was amazing. <laughs> it was so cool. It was like the most legit I've ever felt. Yeah, it was fun. I like, it was just like a delightful little My therapist was like, I bet from the she universe. listened. And I was like, no, she didn't. <laughs> Absolutely not, but thank like, you. no, you didn't. No, she definitely was like, well, this is a weird. Um, but a great photo of me, which honestly is what I would do. I bet she like maybe looked at our profile and was like, oh, cute. <laughs> and then like. Maybe. Took what, and had dinner with her lover partner and her children. Sounds amazing. Lover partner. Lover partner. <laughs> That's what I look for. Um, you guys. Shall we? Hi, Brooke. Hi, Bridget. Uh, hey, everyone. <laughs> and welcome to Splat, the podcast. Where me, Brooke. And me, Bridget. Talk about sex in the city. 10 years younger. And 20 years later. Boom. Another, and just like a very quick, like, uh, I just need to watch it one more time. Um, and I'm going to. Oh, yeah. Just like back to the, the cast of, of Sex in the City and on Instagram. And to the like celestial magic moment that happened yesterday of the eclipse. Yeah. How was your eclipse, Bridget? It was it was cool. Did was, you have glasses? Um, someone at the office did, so we passed them around. And then I like compulsively kept glancing at it because there was cloud cover, so you could oh. actually see the crescent of it. We had a paper. We did like the paper mm. plate thing, which was cool. Yeah. Well, the coolest part about it was... Because my office is 18 floors up. Mm. All of the balconies like around and below us and all of the streets of Midtown were like full of people oh. just staring up at the sky. And it was really kind of crazy and like unifying. And yeah. My two favorite like political jokes that were made were the mm -hmm. one of Obama eclipsing Trump. Yeah. <laughs> and also... Um, there were two pugs doing that. That was good too. And um, <laughs> Trump just looked directly at it. I God, I could not believe that. My sister, um, Caitlin, screenshotted it and sent, screenshot it and sent it to me and said... This cannot be real. Also, I read this to Brooke earlier, but my favorite tweet of the whole <laughs> eclipse I saw today um, by someone named Robin Wasserman. And she said, there's a guy in this coffee shop who literally just said, did it start yet? Then walked outside, <laughs> looked straight up and screamed. <laughs> there were a lot of like good ones of like the eclipse is just another man. Like yeah. doesn't talk to you for 40 years, but when he comes back, he needs all of your attention. <laughs> it was so funny. But you know who really enjoyed the eclipse? Sarah, Sarah Jessica, Jessica Parker. Parker. And here is my favorite uh, clip of her. Oh my God, this is the most spectacular light I've ever seen. It doesn't make any sense. It's happening, you guys. It's happening. Oh my God. There's a corona. Oh my God, there it is. There it is. Put on your glasses. Oh my God, it's happening. And lightning. And birds that are rarely ever seen. Oh my God. I don't have my Oh my God, you guys. surreal thing about watching that especially in between watching the episodes is you're like carrie well <laughs> what are i'm you like talking about I'm it's like, amazing she i imagine that she is full weeping yeah. like streams and Did streams you see of the, tears the like reverse video had some of her face and it was amazing but also like she is wearing the glasses mm -hmm. but what she's filming is not the eclipse no it's just the sun yes and it is so funny. I we love it. Rare, rare birds you hardly ever see. Birds you rarely, <laughs> rarely see. It's just like 
what are you doing? It's That's amazing. Weird. I'm obsessed with her. Her Instagram is honestly one of my favorite things because Full she eggs. so much just like literally will be just her like frying an egg and it'll be like <laughs> dinner. <laughs> do to do. And I'm like, Sarah. Just or amazing. like her like super glamorous like at a pop up for a store. That's just hers. Yep. Um Cool. Should we dive in? Should we just hop in? Let's hippity hop right into this episode. It is called. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, me either. French, not a, not French. A la, la dolore exquise. Exquisite. Exquise. Exquisite. Someone exquisite. can someone just send us an audio note of how to say it. It means we learn the exquisite pain. It learns like wait, it learns exquisite pain. La du lel exquis. 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 Du lel the exquisite pain of wanting someone that you know you can never have, knowing you'll still try to be with them. Huh. Oh, sounds unrelated. So you sleep with hey, him and then you'll hate hey. him for sleeping with you and hate yourself for doing it. Yeah, I'm uh-huh. psyched. I love her dictionary. Yep. Okay, Miss Parker. Here's we go. La Dalil Keys with an exclamation point. Keys. That sounds right. Keys. I don't know. Never mind. I'm stop stopping trying. Yeah. So, we're talking about how much of New York is uh, so defined by f- food fads. Muscles from Brussels. And yes, they're trying to keep... Tonight. It's S&M. So, this is a, Samantha's firm is handling this opening of a new restaurant that's like a, a BDSM oh, place. Oh, we don't have the sound on. So, it doesn't matter that they oh, say I, I, in I, the I episode. know. <laughs> that did occur to me, but... Yeah, details. Ugh, this episode has a lot of my favorite Stanford. It does, and it has a lot of their really cute relationship. Well, I've, we've discussed this before, how they're best friends in real life. Or right, were. right. Samantha looks like a sexy three-ring circus. She really three does. Three-ring circus? Yeah, yeah, let's just go with that. Sure. Um, and then Charlotte comes, and Samantha's like, girl, I told you that you had to be kinky. And she and Charlotte, with her little, little crimped hair, is like, my hair is kinky. And I was like, that's Aww. weird. This whole episode, she is dressed like she's straight out of Clueless. But like dumpy Clueless. Yeah, exactly. Um, Samantha's hair looks amazing. There's a waiter who comes over who's in like full leather, like thong and uh, I don't even, harness, I guess you would call the top part. Chaps? And one of them, I don't remember who, says, how do you tip for that? I probably, probably carry. That feels like a carry. Probably. Um, and, and they start talking about. They do their round Like, table. how can you do it? And they start talking about fetishes. And Samantha insists that, well, this is predictable. Charlotte insists she has no fetishes. And Samantha insists everyone does. So that begs the most obvious question of all time. Do you have a fetish? And I really don't think so. I don't like. Mm, no, I don't think that I do either. I like, I like to experiment a I was, little oh, bit. That's what I was gonna say. I think I've talked things. about this before, but one time I had a very fun experience with ice cream. Oh, we have. That sounds amazing. 
It was very sticky. Yeah, that's <laughs> the thing about food for me. The I appeal like, is kind of lost. I, in I don't think I like have like a fetish. I yeah. like have things that I enjoy. Yeah. But nothing like I've never tried role play. I don't really have specific fantasies even really for me. It's about I think more like connection. Yeah, I just like that want that sense. deep sexy eye contact. <laughs> oh god. No. <laughs> no. I mean we've say you've made fun of me before for saying intimacy. Intimacy. So <laughs> can we? Do, you, do you um well uh, the one thing I would say I guess is I've like ventured towards things that would be considered kinky, I think. I like to be like restrained. Yeah. I like But that's like I think we're the most vanilla version of any of this. I know. And maybe there's stuff that I would be the other thing too is like I haven't really maybe there's stuff I have no idea that Well I'd be maybe into. the people we have sex with are just really good at having sex and we don't need that shit. <laughs> um Maybe. I um was gonna want I was wondering if like maybe the fact that I don't watch porn like doesn't lead me to anything interesting. Yeah, but I don't know. Um, there was another thing I was going to say. Um, oh, the way that <laughs> the way that <laughs> I like it, the way that I am, am the most attracted to like physically someone is like I like banter physic in physicality as well as in mm-hmm. speech. And so like, you know, in The Lion King, when Simba and I mm-hmm. are like pinned, yeah, pinned again, they're like tumbling and it's that's my shit. Yeah. But that doesn't mean I want to pretend to be a lion. I don't. What? Rawr. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yep 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 yep. i love the podcast (laughs) (laughs) they're having very pink cocktails they're having cosmos of course they are always silly me and so carrie's like carrie's still on the weird long extension she has weird extensions her abs are unbelievable always Um, so out and she's like i gotta go big is going to paris i'm gonna go say bye for a week totally fair and they're like okay okay uh, go get him. And so Samantha like gives him her little, gives her her little hat and mm-hmm. gives her her little, what's that called? A, wh- a whip? A whip indeed that she's been like spanking waiters with. And she, Big opens the door and is, is not amused. She's like, it's a joke. And he's like, uh, 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 he backs her up and he asks to see it again. She really, she, I just, the things they have her in her body is unbelievable. Her body is unbelievable. And she like play spanks him. They're being cute and flirty. And then she has sexy. a top hat on. He throws it and off, then and then he pins her. He takes her pearls off and tosses them aside like they are. They are. <laughs> they are just the disposable. I was like, those are pearls, and they are expensive. And what are you doing? I can't believe the chain didn't break and give them like a marble nightmare. And then they have an amazing sexual encounter against the door. And we learn an Across amazing town. fact about Stanford Blatch. Stanford Blatch has been on the internet as Rick Nine Plus in he's chat like, rooms. He's on like about an underwear fetish. Pre, oh, is that what it is? Pre grinder on his favorite website. It was a um, a comfort to know that others shared his his uh, underwear fetish. It's just like so. Presumably, that's it's just like people in their underwear. Yeah, and like talking about it, and yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So he Big. is like getting to talk to all these men or who, whomever, but I think mostly men is the idea about other men in underwear and he loves it. Mm-hmm. And Charlotte is in a crazy, crazy. She's wearing like a white top, but the like, the like part that covers her boob is just like baggy. It's ruched like a, a bad strapless wedding dress. It's really, it's very bad. So, so we learned that just like every woman in Manhattan, Charlotte's every normal woman. I was like, I have uh, a cue for you. Yeah. What is it? 
I don't give a fuck about shoes. I don't give a fuck about shoes. I thought it was too obvious a question to ask. Because <laughs> they're, they're literally like, like any normal woman in they, the way The way that they talk Charlotte about like the, for shoes. the assumption that all women, specifically women living in Manhattan, which like I feel like women in Manhattan, we've, we're walking and like, yeah. I don't know. I was just like, I don't share the love of shoes. So if you are a, someone, a woman or a, a f- yeah. Just like a, uh, if you wear heels, yeah. do you love them? Do you love shoes? If you love shoes. I know there are some people out there who do. Not just heels, but just like really do love shoes and collecting shoes. And uh, good, good, good on you. Yeah, because of course there are. Because, you know, everyone life loves different so things. So like is my fetish. And again, I think their New York is probably this like Upper East Side bubble, basically. So, so then to piggyback off of that. Mm-hmm. Um, if to... If Charlotte used to say to piggy off that, to piggy off that, if Charlotte's fetish is shoes, uh-huh. and that's acceptable as a fetish, then maybe my fetish is musical theater. <laughs> <laughs> I think Carrie's using that as a writing device, you know. Okay, well, yeah, but I, I don't don't bring you guys don't bring don't bring cats into the bedroom. Mm-mm. What if it's to take your cat sweatshirt off you? I wouldn't be wearing a cat sweatshirt unless I was in love with you. That that could happen. I hope it does. Yeah. Cool. Doesn't that sound amazing? Go to bed wearing a cat sweatshirt, have it taken off of you. And then and then we my yes. <laughs> Mr. Mistopheles <laughs> appears through the window. My my fetish is productions of cats. I just <laughs> wanna be like put in a junkyard and like taken <laughs> by Jenny Annie Dots and then like thrown to McCavity. Wow, yes. But he's not there. Oh. I'm looking for McCaffrey. <laughs> this has gone too far. Too far. Too far. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> um, oh, wait. This is a, a complete departure from anything we're talking about. Excellent. But this weekend, we were uh, swimming in the ocean, which was so cold, and it felt like icicles were in my vagina. Ah. But we were wave diving, which is like something that I don't do in the ocean because nope. Florida is flat. Mm. Like, there are no waves. Mm. But... Um, we were and Hillary's dad was like prompting me when to dive and I felt very safe and taken care of. And then I said, um, he was like, be careful. There's a really big one coming. And I turned to Ryan, our friend who was with us. And I was like, to die would be an awfully big adventure. <laughs> and Hillary goes, who said that? Is that Winnie the Pooh? <laughs> and we were like, <laughs> Winnie, Wait. The, Winnie the Pooh is Peter Pan. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. I had the same first thought and then I arrived at Peter Pan, but I was oh. literally like Winnie the Pooh. No. Peter Pan. It's weird. I guess Winnie the Pooh like, has like a lot of weird quotes about death. Also, second episode in a row, we've had some great Winnie the Pooh references. Well, so Charlotte meets... Um, famous actor. Yes. Uh, no, not actually. Shop guy who is going to sell her shoes. I'm going to look him up. Um, and she like... And Charlotte like loves these shoes, but they're too expensive. They're $400. And she's like, oh, I can't do that. And... That he's like, you know, you just want to see what just they look like on. on. Just put them on. She goes, oh, you're bad. Okay, you you want, I'll just try them on. So she sits down and the guy like puts them on her feet. Oh, and, and she is, it's her fetish. So she's like so she's having, having a sexual experience. Or they're, yeah, they're like playing into this, this writing trope. And she's like, oh yeah, these are amazing. Please take them off before I start to cry. And he's like, I'll give them to you for 200. And she, the shoes were meant to be loved. And then she, it's like, you're going to need that in the Hamptons. And I'm like, what is this world? <laughs> well, it's crazy, too, because at this point, we don't really sense anything is awry at all. No. 
He's just being a, a little creepy, maybe. Maybe, like, but he's just like excited to sell her shoes, it seems, and just this good, good salesman, salesman convincing them to put also, on their feet. Also, it's James Urbaniak, who's like a big, oh yeah, a big actor. I screamed. I was not looking at the computer screen. <laughs> caught it out of the corner of my eye and literally said out loud, "Job." Yes. Sorry, Will Arnett. Job. <laughs> Job. Job. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Who? Job. Got it. Um. <laughs> Um, and so this is like so sexy to me. They're like, Oh, you read this book? I it's, read it's this like book. Miranda yeah. and they're like flirting about She's books. She's at an out one of those like outdoor book you know, when booksellers have like books out on the tables in front of their today. book uh oh fun in front of their bookstores and she's reading a book and a guy, Joe Booth <laughs> <laughs> Will Arnett uh, Jack. Yeah, he comes over and he picks up a book too and just starts talking to her and they have these like literature connections yeah and it's sexy as hell Mm -hmm. and miranda's like into it because i think it's like oh a guy who can spar with her on this level which is different she's like he's smart she's also back to very red hair this episode she kind of looks like peter pan shirts hold up what was that Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Um, okay. So. So. Really the main, main plot of this episode. Is that uh, Carrie's like, okay, I'm helping Big Pack. We're helping Big Pack. We're having a conversation. And then he's like, she's like, should we, <laughs> should we, are we going to share... Oh, no. Sorry. Sorry. I was just just I just um. she was like, are we going to get our own place in the Hamptons? Because the girls were talking about going in on a place. So, like, what do you think we should do? <laughs> and he's like, again, I'm like, oh, my. Yeah. And he is like, actually, I'm going to maybe move there for six months. Maybe for the summer to maybe. Paris. So maybe for the summer, maybe for six months to Paris. Um, And he, she understandably. She responds in a completely rational way, I think. It's very, it's a lot. Well, it comes out of nowhere. Right. And she's totally, she's like, hang on. Um, what, when were you going to tell me? Yeah. So like, how long do you think they've been dating? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two seriously. years. Well, they've now said they love each other. So he says summer, seven months, maybe a year. That's, that's for how long he's going to be in Paris. Right. And she's like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. For now, we know at least he's coming back in a week. But then he's, he said he might have to go back. For uh, seven right. months or a year. Yeah. And, and Carrie's she, like super offended that he didn't tell her. And he says, you know, I was going to tell you when I knew more, but I don't because nothing's definite. And then he says, don't get carried, carried away. away. And I, I was like, my eyes too. I was like, okay. But also 
Carrie does get carried away often. She, she does. And she is very intense about this in this episode. Yeah. But I also wrote down, oh, Carrie, I can relate. Hello. I'm ready for this conversation. Because the idea of, yes, her instant concern was um, he didn't tell me. But then the secondary part of that is like, oh, if it's, you know, three months, certainly like long distance. And what does that mean? Or like knowing that you're saying goodbye for a year to go abroad to someone you love. I listen, my, I was like, how do you right do that? How her. would one ever deal with that situation? Uh, I, negative zero, <laughs> negative zero, negative zero out of 10 do not recommend. But also it was an amazing thing to do, I guess. But, but also to like, have it sprung on you is however, a whole different thing. I, I think there's a difference between... Oh, no, this is very different. One is 20-something. I meant I was empathizing with her oh, because no, I, I was like, this is Carrie for the first time. is like, me. Um, what were you going to say about this and about Big dropping it on her? So Carrie says... It's about the fact that I wasn't even a factor in his decision-making process. I mean, just tell me what's going on. Is that too much to ask? You know, one minute he's all over me, and the next minute he's pushing me away, and I just I just cannot believe this is happening again. Yeah, this felt real. She's frustrated, you know? Of course she is, and she feels like his decision was made... Because he didn't talk to her, it feels like his decision was made in a vacuum that didn't include her. And it's sort of... Did you ever watch Dane Cook? He has these, like, things... Mm-hmm. Like, the mind... Yeah, I was real into him in middle school, me, unfortunately. High school for me, so worse. Mm. But, like, a sort of a mind... Like, a ninja attack. It's like mm. a minefield, sort mm-hmm. of, where, like... This little... Like, this Paris thing is just, like... Is what, like, tips right. off a minefield. And now she's like, these are all the problems in the relationship. Yeah. <laughs> like... Pew, 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 pew. And Samantha does this thing that I just like don't like when Samantha does where she's like, well, women do this and men do that. And it's like, it also feels like lazy writing that she always fucking resorts to that. Yeah. She's more interesting. than She's more. They they, they don't almost know what to do with Samantha yet. Well, Carrie's just frustrated because she feels like she has no idea what's going on, which. Yes, we know she doesn't talk to. To him, well, they aren't great communicators, but also, like, I would also be furious at this point. And it's a little, like, Carrie's drawing a lot of parallels between the first time they broke up at the end of season one, where he kind of, like... Which, this is 12 episodes later, which means it's been exactly... Maybe it's been a year. Oh, maybe. So maybe this, they're they're two years into their relationship. But also, like, that's crazy. It's, it's... it's double the episodes to the day oh and her whole thing and the whole like arc and the way they connect the stories is carrie's like am i in an M relationship with big yeah which it does is stretching it to say yeah but like i understand the idea of like being masochistic in yeah love. totally totally masochistic in love a memoir um when do you know is enough is enough like is there a safe terrible, word? Terrible extensions. I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah. They're awful. I'm like, why do you even need Ugh. them? And then my whole thought process this episode was like, God, I wish I had Carrie's abs. And also <laughs> her labs. Her, she has a lot of dogs. So. <laughs> well, God, I wish. Her abs. And also like, why is she wearing these extensions? I know. They're so terrible. So, so Job, here's the thing about Job. Job. Job Jack. Job. Job Jack Will. He... Likes to have sex in public places. He only he wants to have sex with the like risk of, getting of caught. being caught. Is this something that's sexy to you? Uh, I have never done it. Even like made out a little bit or do you think the idea of it's fun? I'm making out for sure. I feel like I know. Yeah. I'm just like. 
that's basically exactly what I wrote was like, I like a little sneaky making out, but absolutely not. I don't, I don't have that urge. It turns like, me off in a second to think that we're just like, like why are you putting, or, it's like, you know, yeah, it makes me f- like, ugh. I don't want to be seen in that way by people. I don't want to scar strangers like that. Either. Yeah. And like, I've never had sex in a bathroom. Thought. I know like that, the idea of that is really fun. And like, I can see me myself either. in the right context doing it. Yeah. But also, um, no, <laughs> it just doesn't seem appealing to me. I don't, I think it, uh... The idea of getting caught, I'm, like, such a, like, do Yeah, that's not, like, a fun... Well, there's a, there are different kinds of thinking you're going to get caught. There's, like, the psychological kind of, like, someone in my life is going to figure out about this that can sometimes be fun when you're, right, when you're, like, trying to keep it quiet with people. Mm -hmm. Not for nefarious reasons, but just for the fun of keeping it kind of, like, quiet and secret. Yeah, But this is different. The physical getting caught, hell no. So now we have the most hilarious, cute Stanford and Carrie scene, yeah. which also I was like, this is like a cuter version of me trying to tell people about my 1D Tumblr back in the heyday. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And it was like a, a thing of shame. <laughs> no, it's so amazing. And he's like, please don't judge me. I have to tell you something, but and to do it, like, I have to confess something. He's like, I had, she's like, I, no judgment. Like I had things in the 80s. <laughs> it's like. What? what yeah literally what um and i actually love this yeah because um, he like tells her his name and he's like am i too scandalous and carrie's response is just so they're She's, just like they love really, each other really darling like i love when they show the parts of friendships and i think they do this a lot too with like they started to do it with like samantha in the last yeah. episode with the panties yeah like when they like can tease each Ribbed other. On each other. Teasing is very important to I me. I love it. A yeah. gentle tease. Teasing yeah. is my finish. Maybe teasing is my finish. Oh, hey. This we're all in sparring. My, we're all on our own fetish journey. Right. I would agree. <laughs> yeah. Sparring banter. Oh, sexy. Hey. I need someone that I'm attracted to, but also can poke fun at. Wow, I couldn't have put it better myself. <laughs> yeah, it's like someone articulated it for me. Um, but it's just really cute because that's exactly it. She's like, she isn't judging him, but she oh. is like, that's your name. So um, so he like confesses that he's been talking to this one particular guy. Who wants to meet him at a club. And, 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 and he's not sure if he should do it or like what Carrie thinks. And he's like, I haven't been late in so long. And all I know is his name is so long. His, the other username is big tool for you. Big tool for you. <laughs> makes it sound like he carries around a hammer. Uh huh. And the meat packing district makes sense. <laughs> Carrie's sense of humor is so goofy. It's so goofy. So Stanford, Stanford, how, how long, long has, has it been? I haven't had good sex since before Cats was on Broadway. Oh, oh, is, is this the, this episode of, of Splat is brought to you by Cats. This is the most that's come up in any episode. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, I just love how relevant it is. However, like, be, remember, be, remember, remember that. <laughs> be, be, remember. <laughs> I couldn't even figure out what you, like, missed Um, The cats are, um, this is the 80s. So this is, the cats has been running for at least... 10, 11 years. Wow. So say that Samron hasn't had good sex in a long ass time. Damn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. Um, he's like, what if he disses me about the guy? He said he's looking, he's great looking with a great body. And Carrie says, well, Stanford, are you Rick nine plus? <laughs> and then she laughs and she's so cute. Oh, he's funny. <laughs> also, does she just dial that with her foot? 
She yeah, did. She's amazing. She dialed the phone with her toes. Quarterback Stanford <laughs> and Carrie are. <laughs> um, you guys just missed like a lot of funny singing from Bridget. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. You have she to, had to you cut have it to, out for a uh, national to security our LinkedIn reason. Page. <laughs> <laughs> to our non existent LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't want people to think amazing that it was serious. Amazing that you were serious. Um, yeah, really well done. So Carrie so gets drunk enough with on Stanford. Cosmos in her apartment mm-hmm. that she decides she's drunk enough to call big Babe. which means it is li- 5 a.m where he is and we have seen drunk carrie give speeches before and she's about to yell and we're gonna we're gonna put some of it in for you it's gonna be sloppy but honestly i'll say i don't disagree with her no she's not wrong i do think that there's a build-up though of mm-hmm. not talking to someone that gets you to the point where you feel this not i'm saying she's responsible for it but i don't think she's done her part yeah you know she's added to this like clog and now she's exploding because this really big thing is happening yes that said she's justified because he treats her pretty poorly at every turn okay so so um he asks if they can get into it an- another time. Oh, look, look, look. It's never a good time for you. You're always sleeping or you're ready or you're going, going, going. You're always going. You're fucking taxi. And then you're on a plane to France for maybe a year. Well, you're a freaking old man. You should be thinking about somebody else. This is not fake us. This is real. Even if you don't know it, it is. Um, and I, I get it. It's, it's a good speech. It's a good monologue. It's about calling him out because I think Big gets away with like being a man child. Like yeah, he, he is really a 45, 44 year old man and he expect, is like acts like the fucking fuck boys we deal with. He takes no responsibility <laughs> for anything. Like Big is the ultimate fuck boy man. He, yeah, he's fuck really, man. he's exhausting and I would not like to be with him. So, you know. But also at the same time, it, it's, it is the middle of the night in Paris. Yeah. yeah, it's not. She's drunk and she's woken him up at 5 a.m. Not the best time. And for no this. one loves a drunk. No one loves a drunk rant. Not when it wakes you up at 5 a.m. Yeah. But she spills a Cosmo all over herself and kind of has to end the conversation. And she says at that point she knows she's gone too far, which is kind of a turning point for her in this episode and leads to some hard but really good things. Yes, I agree. Um... And then we got Miranda in a cab. Yeah, we with do. Job. I wrote, Job is frisky. Job wants Miranda to take her panties off in the cab. And Miranda's like, you are a crazy. <laughs> and then he goes down on her and she enjoys it. He asks if he can go down on her and she's like, oh, what? And then she's like trying to give directions as she's audibly moaning. She's coming. A While they're and going. going. <laughs> Bazinga. Bazinga. So now things with shoe salesman guy get a little weirder. He puts on a pair of like sandals on her. She's still dressed like she's at straight out of Clueless, but like, bad. Yeah, not but bad Clueless. And she loves them and he offers to give them to her for free. Is it the same shoe that she's trying on again? Or is this a new shoe? I think she's come back to try a different one on. He says for anyone else, $500 for you free oh baby and she, no and also his name Bust. is buster which is just ridiculous why would you no, do buster. Like these beautiful feet are tired oh so it, it turns out a little rub he starts like giving her like covertly a foot massage which i think is so funny the way he like looks around yeah and she's kind of like okay like she really doesn't shy away from it they're yeah. really again they're playing up the like yeah Sexual sexuality. So, guy who seemed fairly normal has become foot fetish guy. Okay, they are 
dressed like kooky bananas crew of ladies. Absolutely ridiculous. Miranda, Charlotte, and Carrie. Carrie is dressed like Princess Anna from Frozen. Yes. Um, she's in like a tight black with like a little poofy skirt. With a geometric weird print on it. Again, Charlotte is looking like she's dumpy clueless. Bad clueless. Bad clueless. <laughs> yep. And Miranda. Miranda is wearing one of those shirts that looks like a patterned, like, okay. bag I got in the You know what 2000s. it is? I thought it, first I thought it was an alien. I'm going to, we're going to post a picture of this. Uh-huh. First I thought it was an alien. And then I thought maybe it was like the scream from Van Gogh. But no, it's a, like a likeness of RuPaul. Doesn't it kind of look like RuPaul? Oh, yeah. It kind of does. Whoa. Maybe it is. Like maybe it is. Maybe it's like Barbie. But though. very stylized and with the, the different color sleeves, like I yeah. just know the era so specifically. Oh yeah. So they ask Miranda what made her change her mind about um hooking up with the guy. Oh no, sorry, sorry. Miranda asks uh Sh- Carrie what made her change her mind. And she said she realized that she could go to Paris and that this whole thing she just realized was too close to blowing up. Yeah. And so, so yeah, she's doing this and I totally relate to this. It's like, you know what? Thing. It's going to be, this fine. is why it's happening. You know, this is how I'm talking myself down just to like seem to all my friends that I've got it together. But like, I feel like and Sarah, to myself, great actress, Sarah Jessica Parker is giving you like, she's tense. Her body's tense. Yeah. You can tell that maybe she doesn't believe what she's saying. Yeah, totally. Okay, wait. <laughs> and then Miranda starts talking about <laughs> this outside thing. And he's like talking about all the places. The guy she's yeah, talking about talk all, up outside. All the places that they've had sex. And the first one um, is at a restaurant. a restaurant. And Charlotte says, I ate there the other day. And Ew. then the next one are the <laughs> elevators in the Marriott Marquis. <laughs> which like you have to, maybe it was different in 1999, but. Those elevators are made of glass. Which is a hilarious reference now. fun fact, when I was like in middle school, like when I would first start coming to New York, my favorite thing to do, I thought it was amazing that buildings could be so high to take (laughs) the elevators. I wouldn't, we didn't even stay at the hotel. You just go in and take them. I love that. And then my mom, I, so when I was in 10th grade, I, I was in like callbacks for 13 and they, I flew out for it and my mom was so sweet and she let, we stayed there and it was just the most magnificent thing. I bet. I didn't get it. Um, but was that the 13 that our dear uh, friends were in? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the, and the third place was in a public bathroom in Central Park that, um, Miranda and her guy had hooked up. And Samantha, or you, uh, sorry, Char- Charlotte. Good God damn. <laughs> good God damn it. Good God woman. Charlotte's like, this is a relationship, not outward bound. And she's like, you have to get that boy in a bedroom. So they ask her where her shoes are from. And she she tells them she got a quirky discount. And they're like, how much? And she's like, well, free. And they're like, uh, so what did you have to do for this? <laughs> Why? And they make her feel... A little yucky. Well, and I think it's partially possible that it hadn't fully occurred to her what was happening. I think partially she was like, this cute boy like thinks I'm really cute and wants to give me a present. Now he's going to touch my feet. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but, but it's true. Like I feel like when, if you don't tell anybody something weird that's happening, yeah. it doesn't seem, you can convince yourself in your yeah. head that it's not weird. But as soon as your friend labels like, you it's eat, like, you see what's happening here, right? You eat pizza with your feet yeah. and you're like oh, oh god oh god oh god like, but um, you're on your own i I'm, i don't know why this is the thing i this isn't something i do yeah 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 bridget was about to eat pizza with, with my feet, feet. We, don't had, let it we had a friend of the podcast who brought us a pizza it was so nice thank you friend of the podcast tastes 
this, they like preferred they didn't sign the nda so <laughs> right we can't say that we are actually this their face the, was blurred out the whole time the podcast <laughs> version of blurring out someone's face <laughs> amazing i'm killing it so yeah, we're yeah, killing yeah. it <laughs> no just you no. <laughs> um so charlotte goes and she takes the shoes back <laughs> and he's like if you give them back to me I, well my first thought was charlotte you've worn the shoes he's not going to take them back which he says and he says i'll have to throw them away if you give them back and she's like Just no like, oh, they're too beautiful who me and he's like maybe there's a trade um and he's like getting sweaty oh this is, seems so weird. he's like trying shoes she's like all i have to do is try them on honestly though if he wasn't that creepy i might indulge it once for like no but then he's, clothes he I starts really he has an orgasm yeah, it's it's really it's really wild. It's disgusting. I would have taken the first pair, honestly. Yeah, just take them and run. Ugh! Imagine being hired to touch p- women's feet on camera and then pretend you're having an orgasm. I mean, some people have a foot fetish. That's true. <laughs> That's true. So, Imagine the circumstances. Big is back. I don't understand what a fetish is. I don't. <laughs> and it's a classic gif of Carrie in a beret holding McDonald's because, of course, she's in a beret. She's like, I'm being French. I'm okay with you going to France. And then she, he's like, what's all this? And she's like, apologies for being lay bitch. <laughs> and like a French, a French fry. <laughs> <laughs> and, and here's the thing about how she goes about this. They still aren't having a conversation. She's now gone from freaking out to telling him how it's going to be okay. Yeah. And I actually think his reaction in this moment is is decent. Again, we're parsing things where like he's been a dick up until now. But yeah. basically Carrie's like, listen, we're going to make this work. You'll be in Paris. I'm going to come and visit you. It'll be great. She just kind of launches into it. So she's like, I'll move to Paris. I'll move to Paris. It's going to be great. And he's kind of like drinking a bourbon being like, wait, yeah, wait, wait what's wait, happening? Wait, 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 wait. And then he says, and then she says, and if things got really rough, I'd move there. And he says, okay. And he's like, don't move for me. Well, he basically says you'd move for yourself, right? Which granted is a little bit of a crazy conversation, but I, but then what he follows it up with and what he wants to say is like, I I can't guarantee all those things for you. And if you move, you know, that's a huge expect, set of expectations. Mm-hmm. And then she hurls the... Big Mac at the TV. And he's like, what the fuck? She like starts screaming. She's like, I wore a fucking beret for you. Like, I'm doing all this for you. Yeah. You, won't do, you won't give me an inch. She's like, you won't, you know, you won't consider me at all. She really is screaming. And, and he says something that I think is really honest. This was the other thing that I think was like, I'm on Big's team. He says, Carrie, this, this isn't about us. This is about work. And obviously the work part of it isn't figured out because he doesn't know if he's yeah. going to be there. And then at like 20. 20- no, this isn't about work. This is about us getting closer and you getting so freaked out that you have to put an ocean between us. Why is it so hard for you to... F- factor me into your life in any real way kind of, she flips it on its head but no but i think that is the issue with their relationship for her at least like he's just won't give her enough yeah to, for her for you to factor me into your life in a real way right she just wants to feel like she can't have a presence in his apartment she like yeah. I, I get where she's coming from i do too i just think she's hence she's just like bum- being at this bombastic. part yeah she is it's it's because she's gotten herself to explosion point because she doesn't just talk to him. No. And again, you know, she started in without talking to him and then was hurt when he was, uh, you know, in his blunt, terrible way, honest with her. Yeah, and so she, um, she's like, she I don't think I can do this anymore. Yeah. And she leaves. And she's just, she's furious. She, she's like mourning the relationship. She's like, and she feels like she, um, 
Well, that she has to do some convoluted like S and M references yeah, she has to first. Tie it in. Tied myself to a man who was terrified of being, being tied, tied down. down, which is like a real thing. Yeah. So and she's lambasting herself just for like spending yeah. the time with herself. Flagellating. It's yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. <laughs> so Stanford goes to meet. Uh, big tool for you. Big tool for you. And he shows up at the door of this club and the guy's like, uh, mandatory clothes check, only underwear allowed. <laughs> and you're Stanford, I was like, I love that he does this and takes this chance. He's like, uh, he, he hadn't, hadn't been, been seen, seen in his, his underwear. underwear. By a room full of men since seventh grade gym class. <laughs> Incredible. And he has to like decide if he's going to do it. But he looks through this like bead curtain link, and yeah. sees that uh, there are just all these men in underwear. And he's like, hell yeah. So he undresses. And Stanford is like a... a like normal looking fellow yeah he's not like body of a god yeah uh like gay archetype oh I yeah this was excruciating so, and also so funny because just will arnett but they're finally in a bedroom and here's the thing miranda's like i don't think we covered this earlier miranda's thing that she doesn't like about this is that she was worried. She's worried that he's not into her at all. He's only into uh, uh-huh. the risk of getting caught. So now they're in his bedroom and she's like, Oh, she feels great. She's like all that time. He was just so into me. And, and then, so she lets loose. She's like, okay. Moaning. And then he, she's like, is someone coming? And uh. he's like, my parents are here to visit. She's like, she's like are they coming in? We should stop. Sounds like they're coming in. And, and I was like, when I heard her voice and realized I thought he lived with his mom and I was like, Lucille, <laughs> <laughs> just in my <laughs> crossover reference brain. So now we're in the underwear club again. Everybody's getting so like the parents the walk in uh, as they're oh, having sex. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I like how Stanford gets a plot instead of um, Samantha this episode. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I literally wear a Samantha. But so Stanford um, meets his guy. You guys, tool for you looks exactly so like someone I have hooked up with, and like someone we might have talked about at the very beginning of this podcast. I don't know if we've talked about him. That's up for you guys to decide. <laughs> if you watch the episode and you know my my role of lovers, then yeah. you'll be able to tell your and text book. me about it. Um, book. But he's like, I like your underwear. And uh, <laughs> Stanford's like, thanks, I got them in France. And the guy like tucks pulls his finger him. in the waistband and pulls him over. And oh he's God, like, he looks nice. So <laughs> it's crazy. Brooke's having a moment. <laughs> I screamed. Bridget yeah. watched me I watch did. this I watched episode. Her, I watched her scream about a couple of things in a row. The parents coming in, <laughs> this happening. And they end up having a really nice time. Yeah. It's so cute. And they're just in their underwear. I know. And Stanford's so cute and happy. Would you go to an underwear bar? Uh, Maybe. I'd be, Maybe. The thing is, like, I'd be inclined to go to uh, a clothes bar. Oh, <laughs> well, well, I would say like a f- mostly female, oh, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Underwear bar. Um, so then we cut to Carrie, who's like in the most dramatic moonlighting. She hasn't gone to bed. She went to bed at one thirty, and at 2.30 she's still awake. And then her buzzer goes off and she like rests against the door <laughs> dramatically before she opens it. And then she's like, we didn't have words. We'd said them all. And she closes the door as he like goes in for her neck from behind and they have really like dreamy kind of intense, that kind of like fever dream. You know, it's the last time. Yeah. It's like their sex. They like both know it's over. And in the morning she's like sitting in a chair looking out the window and she's like, did I ever love him? Or was, was I addicted, addicted to, to the pain? pain? Which honestly, you know, she's that's, doing the right thing and she's asking would, the real questions. That's what led to yeah, squeezes. Yeah. <laughs> 
did you learn to speak French in the last hour? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the exquisite pain, that's it. And she's doing the right thing. Yeah, for she's herself. breaking up with him. And she's he wakes up and he's like, What are you doing over there? Come over here. And she's like, I felt tied to the chair. Oh, hey, S and M. And she's basically like, I'm not you should go to Paris and I am not gonna go. Which I'm so proud of her for. Me too. Really. It was, you know, she she cam- comes to the right place on this one and, and then, then they have the most tender just like a look a like wistful like goodbye forever her her dot, s- dot, she dot. looks um conveniently right out on the street from her bedroom and he goes down shirt yeah. untucked and looks back up at her and they smile they smile, <laughs> they smile. it's really a nice moment of it's like yeah i like love you sometimes part of love you just like have to let them go and well, i'm he, crying and yeah. i'm like this is my sex I this know. is the best show because so, <laughs> carrie is all of us <laughs> i know well two of the things we didn't mention as they happened were one at one point he's like she's like you said you love me and he's like i did love you and then she says why then why does it hurt so much and i think that's something that's hard for carrie as she she has, can't is sit in the discomfort of it she's at so all. quixotic like she's mm-hmm. so idealistic in romance and love that like anything, and her idea of what that looks like changes every 10 seconds and every time someone says something yeah and every like difficulty is a like the end all be all yeah um yeah yeah so that's that that's that Uh, who did you resonate with? I think, uh, as I said, moments with Carrie strongly, the prospect of like someone suddenly or someone going abroad, you know, or the idea of just facing what that looks like. Yeah. Um, but, and also a little bit Stanford and his online stuff. That's me too. I definitely, I had like big Carrie moments. It's been weird. You guys, the episodes we've been watching have lined up the second week in a row that it's like sort of, uh, come at a similar time to something that's happening in my life that again like maybe you don't you don't get to know everything okay <laughs> um and it's just interesting the planets are all amok so it's just it's just, just interesting it's just interesting yeah i'm just like this is why i love the show this is why yeah. people love the show yeah because it's like therapy it's, well, like, it's also so gratifying that she finally got to that point after all of this but then it's tough for me to know that it is not over. Also, I know the next big plot point, spoiler, with Big. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hasn't happened yet, but it's been spoiled for me. It's okay. So I'm waiting for it. It's not for, for a while. Okay. But, like, remember, like... That's why I miss Steve. Uh-huh. Remember what? I interrupted you. There are other boyfriends. Oh, right. Oh, so yeah. So, like... Aiden? Aiden is soon. Next season. Next season. Um... So yeah, and Stanford too, because like, just like the concept of just like putting yourself out there. Oh, that's good. I'm happy to have some not Mr. Big time because I want to be like excited about Aiden, Carrie in different ways. Aiden is very tied to Big in a lot of ways. Interesting. Okay, because well, it's the first one. Right. I'm excited for who you like. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, Burger? Is Burger happening soon? Uh, Not for a while. Okay, never mind. Yes. I'm going to stop asking. <laughs> Doodly doo. Aiden, like, I want Aiden, Aiden to look like Aiden, but be Burger. And that's my dream. Mm, mm, but mm. I'm attracted to Mr. Biggs. Yeah. Anyway, what else? Doodly do. How a plop, plop scale. Welcome to the plop scale. Oh, yeah. 2017. Yeah, plop um, it in. Plop it in. How do we, how does it do? I feel like uh, Stanford is on Grinder. Yeah, Stanford is different, definitely. Um, maybe a different, like, online yeah. something. Yeah. 
What uh, is like the S the most recent like S and M club type restaurant you've maybe heard of? he's just like really into it and so he you know goes to some like meetups or yeah. I don't know. But other than that, I feel like all the or the technology would just be better. He'd technology. be doing the same kind of thing, chatting with people. But but I feel like most Miranda, of the rest of them, yeah. Seven twenty seventeen passable. Good job. Yeah, yeah. And Samantha just was not there except for yeah. I really resonated with Samantha. She just <laughs> wasn't there. Always. Um, um, do you want to call it? I think we should call it. Um, boop bitty boop. Excuse me. Yes. I have a question. Uh, I probably don't have an answer. Oh, uh, I think you might. Are you sure? Yeah. Where can I find you on social media? <laughs> <laughs> so it's a good bit. I know. I just felt like I was pushing it too far. How may I find you on social media? You can find me at Mrs. Burt Macklin on Twitter and... At Bridget M37 on Instagram. Um, Brookalicious. Yes, Where can I find delicious. you? You can find me on Instagram at Brooke Wiseman. <gasps> I did it backwards. Are you you? can find me on Twitter at Brooke underscore Wiseman. Mm-hmm. Although I know this isn't a podcast about friends, but I really wanted to change my Twitter handle to gal pal Rachel Green. Oh, fun. Also, but, um, I've watched a couple of episodes recently. And, and Instagram, Brooke Wiseman, no <laughs> underscore. No underscore. And that and together collectively, collectively we are at At Splat Podcast Podcast. everywhere. Um, Social media is found, and we are on Facebook at Splat the The Podcast. Podcast. Rate, review, subscribe, listen um, to us, email us, check out our new website. Thank you, Mia. It's gorgeous. Thank you, Mia. Splatpodcast.com. You can just look at pictures of us. Everything. Send us. You can contact us through our contact page. We love you. And that was Splat. Oh, we're not going to have an episode next God week. damn it. Because Bridget's going <laughs> to oh, be Oh, yeah. Away. I'm going to be abroad. So, so thank you for your patience, everyone. We'll see you in two weeks. And in, so and sorry. the episode two weeks from now is a banger, Bridge. I can't wait. And that was Splat. The podcast. <laughs>